everybody. My name is Misha, a.k.a. Refilling My Wallet. And my name is David. But you can call us Butter because we're on a roll. Woohoo! Ah, oh, wait. Shit. Uh, this podcast is called Thicker Bread. <laughs> we did it. No, we didn't. All right. Well, you know, we tried. We tried. <laughs> oh, are we recording? Yeah. This is going great. Please, please don't leave yet. Um... We have taken, what, a week, two weeks off? I don't even know when the last time we recorded I think we only missed was. last week. I'm pretty sure. I hope so. Um, today is election day. It is. Did we get our stickers? We did. Ellington got his, too. Yeah. He helped you vote. Yes. It was <laughs> quite interesting. Mostly the hard part was like, okay, we got to make sure he's content for the time that we're in line and while we vote and of course like i had to take away my phone because um i i needed it because it had my like ballot on there and uh like my selections and stuff so i'd take it and then of course he started crying so i had to pick him up and we voted together and did he push any buttons no i'm not about <laughs> to get in trouble for fucking voter fraud because of this. are you kidding me my 20 month year old pushed it <laughs> no absolutely not People are like, oh, did you vote? Like, talking to Ellington. I was like, no, he did not. We did not commit voter fraud. Get out of my face. <laughs> like, no. You weren't there? I handed in his passport so he could vote. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, anything crazy on our ballots? Uh, there was a crap ton of bonds and one or two levies uh, on there. Yeah, I wonder if those are going to pass or not. I mean, um... I voted yes for one of the levies, the senior citizen levy. Oh, okay. I voted I yes was for a, that. Was that a levy or a bond? Either way. It it was a, I think it was a levy, but I voted for that because, you know, got to take care of our old people. And then most <laughs> of the bonds I voted no for. Sorry. But the playground one I voted yes for. You voted no for all of them, didn't you? Voted no across the board <laughs> because there were so... Okay. Sorry, sorry. There were so many on there. If even a handful of those pass our taxes are going to go through the roof yeah if i understand it yeah. how i think i did so i was like hell no there's like six on here if all six of these pass it'd be at least several hundred dollars it's giving why don't you use your emergency fund it's giving why didn't you plan better this is me talking to the state of columbus I agree. I agree. <laughs> I feel like they're just asking for a lot of money. And usually for schools, I don't mind passing those levies. Um, but I don't think there was any Especially levies. our school district. The teachers were on strike earlier this year because not even for their own pay, but because they wanted safe, clean buildings to teach in. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just crazy. I, uh, I, I need to learn more about, I, I guess these would be considered municipal bonds, I think, city bonds. But, um, I need to learn more about them because I was really trying to understand how do they pay the interest back on this, and it looks like they raise your property taxes on most of them. So I'm like, you know, you know I sort of feel so right. I'm a little hot He's about this. Um, I'm a little mad because think about all the people that rent. I mean, maybe it's built into their rent and what they get charged for rent. Maybe it is, but I'm like, wow, as homeowners, we're sort of getting screwed. How are you just now realizing this? <laughs> well. And I think, I think they, well, it probably could come from there. It depends on, like, what tax it was. Like, we don't, I don't know. Do we know? We're not. We're poorly informed. No, voters, some like, of them were like for income parts. taxes? No, I think most of them were property taxes because a lot of them were, like, for every dollar assessed of your property value, it's going to be 11 cents or whatever. 
I don't know. We'd have to look more into it. But I mean, I if you rent, you pay something else. Everyone doesn't get to play for everything, and everyone doesn't get to not get everything. That's how the world works. I know. I'm sure we get benefits of being homeowners um, when it comes to tax time, but it's just overwhelmingly uh, how many were on there. Yes, I agree. Um, it was a lot. It's also a big, um, like, it's the, what is it, this is the midterm elections, I'm pretty sure, or... It's not primary, so yeah, it's the midterm. Cause it's midterm, middle, yeah. middle of the term, so like it's a lot of governors are up for re-election, a lot of state senate seats, uh, U.S. senate seats, judges, judges. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, I will say this: maybe Ohio has this, and maybe I didn't look hard enough. Remember when we were in California? They'd mail you the little packet thing, and it'd literally say like. Here's what's going to happen if you vote yes. Here's what's going to happen if you vote no. I yeah. so badly wanted that, and I could, I don't know, maybe I didn't look hard enough, like I was saying, online. I think but I have that one. was so nice. Because so, some is, of these things are like reading another language. I did not even understand half of them. They definitely are like wording it a little bit funny, but. Um, it's pretty bad when I was about to go ask our attorney, like, interpret this ballot for me. Tell me what this means. Yeah, they do that intentionally. Um, but anyways, you know, enough about voting. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's it? I'm, oh, sorry. Keep going, bro. Oh, no. I just, I don't know. I, I get that voting's important. I see the importance of it. I just kind of hate it. You know, I think, I, I was checking the news before we got on here. I think they called our governor race yeah. with only 1% of the vote in. How is I that even know. possible? I don't know. And I'm sorry, but why Why we just keep electing these old people? Like, let's go. Get out of there. Like, get, get, oh, if you, there should be like a computer test. Can you export a PDF and turn it into a Word document? If you can't do that, get out. <laughs> well... They definitely need to have term limits. You know, it's sort of crazy. There's one guy who uh, I think was in his, like, fourth or fifth term, and I was like, I really don't want to vote for this guy, but I don't like the other guy or girl or whatever. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess you know, what I realized recently is how important these, like, midterm elections are. They're actually probably have more of an impact on your day-to-day life versus the yeah. general election. Maybe. Because, I mean, judges, I feel like, have some of the most power in the whole country. And, you know, I, what's frustrating, too, so one of the guys that was running for, I can't remember which position, but he went to our high school. And I was like, oh, sweet, a fellow alum. I tried, he actually, where we grew up, he was on the township. Uh, he was a trustee for the township. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, man, I really sort of like to see if I could support this guy. I could find jack squat on him. The best I got was his LinkedIn profile, which everybody fluffs up. You know, it's like you can't really get a good reading of this person. So I'm like, I, I at least the, the guy that's in there, I can see what he has done. So I was like, I can't vote for this new guy. He didn't even have a website or anything. Maybe you should run for office. You know, I have thought about it, but I don't know. I uh, could be like, I'm this is us. I, honestly, I think what if. What I would like to do once Ellington is for a school, I would maybe like to get involved with the school and or our, like, city. You want to be on the PTA? 
Potentially. That used to be my job. I was on PTA for one of my jobs. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was fine. So, I don't know. I feel like that's a good start, and I got a son that I want to make sure is getting, you know, the best out of his city and schooling, so. Yeah, interesting. interesting. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough about politics. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so it's almost time for us to pick our health insurance. We haven't done that yet? No. We, oh. you said You like to do this thing where you say, oh, let me think about it, and we'll discuss it. And then, as we've determined, you do not do either of those things. <laughs> um, but it's almost time to pick our health insurance. So look, this year was the first year we had Ellington on our entire, um, like, for the entire year. And someone was like, okay, this year you're basically going to pick something in the middle like pick a health plan that's in the middle because you have no idea what to expect mm. um and so you're the, saying last year when we picked it yeah okay yes um and so i like was trying to figure out the options and trying to do everything they said the next thing you need to do is write down every single health care expense to see like what you're spending what you should do next basically so our total spent do you remember i think i told you yeah, it was like two or three grand. $2,265. Now, we still got two months left, and we still have at least two more appointments that need to come through. Um, but um, $2,265 is nowhere close to the out-of-pocket maximum for the plan that we're on. The out-of-pocket maximum is 13000 What's the other? I mean, the yeah, $13,000. Okay, that's that. What's the is it the deductible? The deductible Jesus. is five thousand. Okay, but our monthly premium was four hundred and twenty-six dollars. Hmm. So it's expensive. Mm, I don't think it's that expensive. You know, for the family for twenty-two hundred, that uh, it seems like we spent way more than that. It seems like it. We didn't. I guess maybe I'm thinking the year before that. The year before we maxed out, but so. So there's another plan that's sixteen thousand. It's lower, and you pay basically half of your premium, mm. but your out of pocket maximum is sixteen thousand, and your deductible is like eight thousand. And we lose the what five hundred dollars in nope. HSA? Nope. Oh, they still give you that? Yep. Oh, that's nice. So, or maybe we do. I don't remember. Um, it's not on this piece of paper. But um, either way, I think we're gonna drop it. You know, the lower one because it, we would get more money back monthly, and we could maybe save that month that premium, and put it into the savings for the health insurance, which is what I'd like to have. Yeah, and honestly, with that money back every month, that when we do get these like four or five hundred dollar bills, we mm-hmm. could just pay them off instantly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that is a better plan. And like you were saying, I think when we were talking about, it, you're like. What's the difference between thirteen grand and sixteen grand? Yeah. They're both like a ridiculous amount of money. We could do the highest plan, which is nine hundred and six dollars a month that we pay, and but your out of pocket maximum is sixteen hundred bucks. So, if we had like a lot of expenses or like we were to try to have a kid, um, then maybe. But even if I get my tubes tied next year, that is supposed to be free. So. <laughs> I see. Good to know. Um, I feel like maybe people that have older kids, uh, I feel like in between this age where he is now, like we should be getting less expensive. Because, I, I mean, know. he's not like going to, you know, younger kids, no immune system, so they get sick more frequently. Knock on wood. 
Yeah, uh, this year we have not had to take him to the hospital, I don't think. Knock on, knock wood. on wood. So, like, I feel like this for this coming year we can yeah, change it. Yeah, we did a lot of urgent care this year. Which, how does those plans... It's all the same. Okay, in that case, yeah, I think our most expensive or most frequent thing was urgent care. And then his normal doctor's visits. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy, though, because I remember I used to pick this based on literally the cheapest thing. Oh, really? What, before we had Ellington? Before, like when I was on my own. Oh. When I was 26. Oh, that makes sense. That's, just, that's almost what they say to one. do. I didn't do, like, I did nothing. And my health expenses every year were, like, $120. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just never, like, cared to look into it. And now I have to really, like, sit down and focus. And blah, 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 Which we blah. even did that when we knew we were going to have him. So, yeah, I, I think we can lower it and yeah. uh, knock on wood things go, hopefully, as expected. Yeah. All right. Oh, this episode's probably going to be a bit random, guys. Um, we're just going to touch base on everything, do a little catch up. Probably should have said that at the beginning, but, you know. Um, I'm torn between a decision again. We've talked about it on here before. Uh-oh. Do we sell the house? No, you're, we're not going to talk about this, are or we? Or do we stay here forever? Yes. Okay, we, we got to make this quick then. We've because, talked about this like 10 times. Because, okay, so here's what, here's what sparked this again for me. I made a list of every project that this house needs from going room by room. <laughs> it's a bit overkill. I got through the first room. I was like, yeah, I can't look at the rest of this. I don't believe that it is overkill. I feel like if we're going to live here forever, then we should put in the money to make this house exactly how we want it to be. This is before I thought about adding the addition to the home. <laughs> and then I was like, by the time we do all that, we might as well just buy a bigger house. Why? Which you're okay with the size of our house, you said. So why I would am. we need an addition? Um, because I want our like entertaining space, like our living room space, to be bigger. And I'd like to add a second full bathroom. Wow. You but, flopped on this. Well, so like if... It doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know. I do and I don't. Because... I was thinking like a lot of the time when we were growing up, not all the time, there was five of us in a house and we, sometimes we had two bathrooms, but sometimes we only had one. And like, that is not a moment in my childhood that I'm like, oh my God, we grew up in one bathroom. You know, like that's not the end of the world. And I don't know why we feel like we need to give Ellington his own bathroom. He's one kid. (laughs) Kids are dirty. I want to have his own space. We would, you wouldn't want him to clean that space? Uh, then that's two bathrooms we got to clean. Exactly. So why, like, why does he need his own bathroom? Like, why, though? How many bathrooms okay, did okay. you have growing up? Yeah, so we had two. Well, it sort of depends. Mine has fluctuated. Um, when we were younger kids, we had two, but we seemed to only use the one upstairs, I believe. I hardly ever remember See, using one downstairs. See, and this is what happens, I feel like. Eventually, one of the bathrooms becomes inoperable for some reason. And nobody cares because they have a second bathroom. You, you know and what? so for years, they just live without this second bathroom. This crosses my mind, but this is not a good enough reason. Like, oh, when we have guests over, we have guests stay here like twice a year. So uh, Eventually, guests are going to have to stop staying here. Yeah, these like, families are getting too big. They're getting too big. Like Sorry, our one friends. friend has uh, two kids, and she even was like, she was like, I don't know if we can stay with you next time. Like it's it's you know four of us in one room basically, and I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. That'd be a lot between both families that have that many people. I think. 
I don't know what both. Like, that'd be seven people. In this house. In this house. For a weekend or whatever. Yeah. And that, so, that, I, that I would even be a little uncomfortable with. Sorry, friends. Um, <laughs> That's just too much. I've already told. I've already told her. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's so much we want to do to this house. And we've had lists on this house for years. And we've done nothing. We have never put the, bla- the shutters up on the back since we moved in. That's supposed to be a day one project, if you recall. I don't like ladders. You got to get up there and do it. No. Or, I don't know. I like, I'm okay with ladders. I don't like heights. Oh, what do you, who like, what do you like about ladders? <laughs> in? The second rung? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need that A-frame that's like six feet tall. You're going to climb on a six feet tall A-frame. <laughs> that I do. It is about a 25000 to maybe forty to $50,000 list. Oh, yeah. Let me just pull that out of the But if we're money going tree. to live here, then we should make the house exactly how I, we want it. Th- I don't... This is not our forever home. I sort why, of... Though? I don't hate this house, but I hate the setup of this but house. But why? Like I was saying earlier, if you have a TV on downstairs in our like living area downstairs, you can hear it upstairs. So you literally cannot watch be watching TV upstairs and downstairs. What if we just put a wall up? That's, that doesn't work. If we put a wall right here and a door, it's sectioned off. It's a basement. You'd have to like, that's a, like a big remodel project. Twenty-five to $50,000. At that point, I'd just buy a different house. I For $40,000, we could upgrade and find probably see, here's the 9 thing. out of 10 things on but that. But see, here's the thing. In order to sell this house, we're going to have to put ten to 20000 in this house, I think. No, not to sell it. Five thousand, I think, at most. Five thousand in the floors alone. No, when we got them evaluated before, is like thirty-five hundred, and seller credits are back now. So honestly, I just offer a little seller credit. Okay. <laughs> That'd be my plan. As long as you have a plan. Um. Okay. So, so no, I cannot put that kind of money in this house. I don't like this house well enough to do that. But you and would if you put fifty thousand dollars. No, 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 no. You know what I realized? This we should is, get a pool. This is part of the other thing I struggle with. Once you live somewhere so long, you sort of become oblivious to some things. Like, I mean, I see the pictures on our wall, but I don't actively like see the pictures on our wall. I don't like. I know Ellington's room has the floor in there. Like, I know it's there, but. I don't think about that stuff. It doesn't add value to my life. But don't you feel every day. like if if you'll like this is like a topic we can talk about later in the the podcast. But like, when will you be happy with your home? Like for the long term. Like when will you? Is there a forever home, or is this just a home you die in? I think there you can find a forever home that you love every single day. Uh, you know, you probably become numb to that. Even if we did find a forever home, we'd probably be excited for a so- certain time, and then it sort of fades into the background like, of life. I'm just worried about if we get another house, like becoming like, I don't need any more house. I do not need any more house. I our house is probably the smallest of our friends, and I'm like, I am content with this size because I know I cannot clean a house bigger than this. This. This is the other issue I have with this house. So we've talked about making one of the bedrooms a, like, um, not a studio area, but, like, where our office is, basically. But it's right next to Ellington's room. So, for example, we could not be doing this podcast right now based on how this house was set up if we did that. I think we just need a wall. 
<laughs> so anyways I and I, I think four bedrooms I'd be happy with because then we could have that office Ellington would have his room we'd have another room and I don't think we need a guest why do we need more rooms or okay okay I should say this maybe a three bedroom house but a different setup I think you need to listen to the minimalists again honestly this size house is okay I'm okay with this size house I hate this layout that is what it boils down to well, we're not going to solve this on this episode, but uh, we got to figure out something. Anyways. All right. So why did we miss last week's episode? Why did we miss last week? We are too busy. Because we were going where? I'm trying to like lead you into the next topic oh. here. <laughs> uh, we had to go to San Diego for a wedding. Our third of four. We got to go. We got to go. I, I, okay. Yes. I like the way you said that. Um, yeah, so that was our third wedding of the year. Correct. Third fourth. Of fourth. No, third wedding of the year. Third? Third. And then the next weekend is our fourth. Okay. Um, what do you think? Did it's you miss good. It? Did you miss San Diego? Um, it was nice. I will say, like, that first night uh, and first morning is very nice. I had a big smile on my face walking around town again. Especially it's nice because we stayed in an area where we're not even half a block from the beach or maybe half a block. 20 seconds. 20 yeah. footstep seconds. Basically. And you could walk to the, most of the bars and restaurants. Yeah. So that was really nice. But yeah, uh, as I told you on the trip, it felt like second home. Which is not the feeling I got. It's kind of interesting because I, you know, everyone is always asking us, are you going to move back? Are you going to move back? And like... I, I told you, I we might not go back to San Diego for another decade. <laughs> Why that, not I'm serious. Because that's not going to happen. Because to me, there's so much more in the world to see. And I feel like every time we go back, we really like don't have anything we need or want to do. We just want to hang out with our friends. I can, I can hang out with my friends in other states. Yeah, in but can you get those countries. friends there? I know. Yeah, I, I got know, my I, friends in Chicago. I know, we, I know. We're, we went to Ireland. That is true. Okay, yeah. We have been successful on that. So I just, I just, if I'm going to, if my goal is to hang out with my friends, and all, like, basically the, the weddings are done for the next, nothing's on the book for next year, which doesn't mean anything, but um, we can hear you yawning. <laughs> um, nothing's in the book for next year. Like we got one wedding, not for San Diego. Oh, okay. Um, but um, I just don't feel like like more than anything, I miss my friends. That mm. is it. That like yes, San Diego is nice. I don't care about San Diego as much as I care about my friends. I see. Yeah, it is nice going back to see everybody. Um, we did meet a really cool couple. They were about how old do you think they were? Which couple are you talking about? We've got a lot of couples. They're dinks, dual income, no kids. Ooh, yeah. And they yeah. travel the world. Like, they just got back from Spain. They're in San Diego. They're about to go to Mexico. Um, they live in Nevada. They live in Nevada. And I was like, I, I was like, hey, so I, I don't have any boundaries. So you you have to tell me if I'm asking two personal questions. Um, mind you, we'd already talked about fully nude strip clubs with this couple. And so I said... Um, how, how, what did you do? Like, how did you get to this point where you can do this? And 
literally she said oh well like he was a, a nurse and she worked in the hospital it's like a ther- respiration therapist or something um, and she's like but really we just like max out our retirement every year and then we didn't have kids um, and I was like okay well I can't can't go back in time on that <laughs> one but the retirement thing and she's like we just you know live below our means and it's crazy to me because that's like that is the key like sure you could win a powerball that would be nice we did, we not, did not uh, we did play it but we did not win um so sure sure you could do that or like come up with some million dollar business or whatever whatever but they just all seem to say like live below your means max out your retirement you know i think it's called the millionaire next door that is exactly what they talk about they're like if you look at most americas in uh, most americas most millionaires in america they honestly just worked saved their money lived a little frugally and that's how they became millionaires <sighs> it's sort of crazy because a lot of people i don't think think they can get to that point but you can it's not the you know easiest, what's funny is they don't th- that's not the, that's not necessarily what they think maybe it's one aspect but what they really think is oh that's not enough money because we were talking about how, like, oh, if, if we had, you know, magically had $250,000 invested in our retirement accounts at, or brokerage accounts at age three, right? How we would, you would never need to work again. Now, who's going to get $250,000 dropped in their account? But, like, if you had that happen, you would never need to work again. Yeah. And our friend was like, no, because that's not enough money. And it's like, no, it is if you invest it. If you do in a low, whatever, whatever, I'm not a millionaire, I'm not an advisor of millionaires, but if you just invest it in an index fund from from age three to 18, by the time you're 18, you probably would never have to work again. Yeah, we did the rough math on it and be like a million dollars plus. And so it's just like, and that's assuming you, you never earn another dollar for the rest of your life. Um, and that's what we were trying to convey to them. We're like, think about this, at 18, you start off with a million dollars, like, Sure, people can go blow it, but like you probably could make that work. If you or, were smart, if you were smart enough, you could make it work. Yeah. So you might not have the most extravagant life, but you probably could make it work. You, if you had a million dollars without working, then like you'd be, if you worked, you'd be even more, you could have that extravagant life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Now, I don't know what kind of investment account you'd have to invest in. Like, there's there's limits to these things. You can't just... Well, just have a brokerage account. You don't have it just to a brokerage account or something, but... Um, all right. Christmas is coming up. It is. Someone asked me if... if We'll talk about this along the lines, but if you are invited to a kid's birthday party and the invitation says, gifts not needed, like, your presence is your present, are you bringing a present? No. I'm going to respect their decision. So you're bringing nothing? What I may do is um, I'd inquire to see if they had a 529 account or something where I could, you know, donate yeah. 25, 50 bucks. And if they said no, maybe the only gift I'd consider is like, hey, here's some cash for their fund or whatever, their college fund, their post high school fund whatever you want to call it yeah and then if they're like still no don't worry about it i'd be like okay i'm gonna respect you all right well, you 
It would be really, really hard for me to do that, I think. What, to not bring a to gift? To not bring a gift. I know the invitation says it. I probably would do what you did, like, ask. Um, or, like, can I bring a book? Or, like... Ooh, I like the book something idea. Something like that. But, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like people do this because they're like, we have enough shit in our house. We don't want any more. Yeah, that's... Uh, I have a coworker who uh, they just had, I think they said, a baby shower her first birthday. And she was like, they had to take two truckloads full of stuff back to their house. She has a really big family, but I'm like... Just stop, think about how ridiculous that sounds. You got so much shit, you had to take two truckloads stuff back to your house. I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, we, I think we have too much junk in our house as is. I can't yeah. imagine showing up here. Here's two more piles of stuff. Like, so I, I think it's just a respect thing. People know. Like, I, especially if they're telling you. Like, it's not rude if they're, if telling they're straight you, up it's telling not you. Rude. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's just, I feel like it's a hard thing, especially for me. Like, I'm a, I love gifts. And, um, I love gifts. So it's, it would be hard for me not to do it, but I'd try to, I'd try to respect it. Yeah. I'd ask, though. And I think the good thing about asking about the, like, uh, money or the college fund or whatever, like, because you're still showing, like, I know you said no, but I really care and want to try something. And, you know, that's not putting crap in their house. Yeah. Um, and her, Okay, go ahead. And as long as the parent does what they're supposed to do with the money, like, you're really... Now you're really helping the kid, you know? Yeah. Financially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because sometimes your, your parent might say, like, let me hold that for you. Let me hold it. Yeah. 50 bucks, 20 bucks for you, and then uh, you're never going to see that money again. Yep. Um, okay. What do we want to do for Ellington? Christmas is coming, and his, his second birthday is going to be here before we know it. What are our thoughts on these two topics? It doesn't matter what we want to do, <laughs> because we have people that I think will still uh, want to buy him gifts, even if we're like, no, don't worry about it. So here's the thing, and it comes off as, I, I can see how it comes off as ungrateful. Um, I am starting to be a little bit more picky about the toys that come into this house. Which is good. I think you should be. But the problem is, not everyone wants to respect that which is fine you know if people buy gifts that i don't necessarily want in the house like for instance this, i don't even want to start this argument with you but um one day he's going to be old enough to receive things like nerf guns or an airsoft gun and i personally don't want either of those in this house um so what do you do with that hmm I guess we'll have to discuss it at the time. <laughs> well, I think the important piece, too, is, uh, like, I mean, minimalists have talked about this because I think uh, Josh is the same way. Is uh, <laughs> Don't give me that look. My is boy, this, JFM. This is the one uh, we have the parasocial relationship <laughs> So he, uh, dang, now I lost my train of thought. But, yeah, they, they're sort of that way of, like, want each each thing has to have a purpose right so um i think explaining to people why you may not want particular gifts is good and then also like he's he says like you don't have to accept the gift 
Like, I mean... Joshua uh, that, sometimes comes off as a bit uh, rude or holier than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how you could politely decline a gift. Okay, so that for was a, wrapped and given to you, or not even you. At our at this point, it's our child. Okay, so this is what you do. This is how I approach that for the Nerf gun. So, so we get it. He opens it up. He's so excited. Oh, can I open it now? No, let's finish opening your other gifts. We'll maybe open that later. Then once the excitement sort of boils over, he goes off and does his own thing. Then you sort of whoever got him that gift be like, hey, we appreciate the gift. The, the reason we don't want this gift is because we don't like guns or whatever you know yeah people need to respect that and you know what if they get mad for you know you literally telling them why you don't want this gift then i mean this is a that this this leads us into a whole other topic that we cannot get into right now but it's on like necessarily setting boundaries but speaking up um i think we could do a whole episode on that maybe the next episode but um well, I think it's both of those things. I think it is setting boundaries and, uh, you know, speaking up. Yeah. Rather than just letting people dictate what you're going to have in your house. Yeah. I, it's Okay. This is also a ridiculous example because Ellington is not even two yet. And your dad tried to give him a Nerf gun. and he, Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was ginormous. And I was like, no, this is, first of all, it's bigger than him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, I have no desire for this to be in my house right now so we can just take up space or so David can shoot me with it. No, I don't want either of those things to happen because he cannot play with that right now. Like his hands do not know the dexterity of holding a super soaker pellet (laughs) puncher or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, So that was sort of uh, not, I want to say. Okay, but that was an easier way to. He cannot play with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Physically, he can't do it. Um, Okay, so what do we want to do for Christmas? People are going to start asking us, if, and if not, maybe they hate us. So I honestly think I'm okay with him getting some gifts. However, I think we got to think about... Should we do a list? Yes. Is that tacky? No. I think we have a list and say, like, here's generally what we think is good. If you want, if you find something similar or like this, cool. Now I think, so that's one part of it. And then I think we need to evaluate the toys he does have and get rid of some. Because there's, like, only so many toys he can play with at a time. And some of these he just outgrows. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm very much a non-clutter type person to begin with. So I think I honestly like the thought of like after every toy you bring in you give one out like you know i i sort of even uh, i think i talked about that with uh, the nintendo switch games like i only want to have really two at a time i can't play five games at a time so you know if i want a new one from you when you were a child i know you had to have every game (laughs) but that's sort of the other reason with that too is i've been buying the like physical games because that allows me to trade them in when i'm done with those i can trade them in and get money back at least versus buying a digital download i think i want to tell people like if you see something on his list and you can find it like from facebook marketplace or you can find it and if you guys have it and you know and assuming it's not like disgusting or like missing out every piece or it smells like a smoker's house then by all means get it like one it's good for the environment to not put more junk into the trash can and two can save you some money so 
And also, you're helping. I don't want like I don't some things I don't want used, but well, also I think you're helping out that person too. They're able to make a little bit of money, and maybe they're going to use that for their own kids. You know. Yeah, so I agree. I, I really like that idea because there are so many good things you can get slightly used that are yeah, an excellent I mean, we've shape. Some great things, I think. Yeah. So do you think his birthday is not long after Christmas? Um, we didn't do one last year because I just was like kind of like felt it was like a party for me I, the I way we were planning it and like for, he didn't have any friends I mean I don't even know if now he could, technically has friends um, should we do a party this year as it gets closer I think we'll evaluate this year I'd be more open to it than last year because this year he can actually understand like opening a gift and seeing it maybe we should see how he does at Christmas well, yeah, I think that's a good evaluation. Like if he cannot open it, I mean, in three months he could change from from twenty one month to twenty four months. He can at least help, like, take off the paper, and he can see the gift and get excited about it. Versus last year, it'd be us opening the gift and throwing it in a pile. The pro- the other problem is he is a winter child. Oh, hmm. what the. where you go we live in ohio and it's cold so like we have no choice but to rent a venue um (laughs) either way we live in ohio it's gonna be cold then so we have to rent a venue because our house as we have discussed is not big enough um (laughs) this house is perfect it is perfect except (laughs) we need to add the addition on so that we could host a birthday party here. <laughs> or maybe like a heated backyard. <laughs> heated backyard. Anyways, so, so yeah. So it's just like, it becomes really expensive. It becomes a $700,000, $800,000 kid's birthday party instead of what it was supposed to be. And then we, our families seem small, but for some reason they're not. So it's like, there's like 60 of us, which becomes wedding size. yes. I feel like anybody who gets a a wedding invitation, anybody who gets a Christmas card should be invited to the birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So we're at like 60 people. Because we got, yeah, Cleveland people, Michigan people, uh, Northern Ohio. People who live here, people who live in Indiana, it's too much. So then it's like, I I feel bad cutting people out. I don't, we should just do like a small immediate birthday party, but like, is that really fun? No offense, immediate family, but... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I, we should just. I would love it if every year we could do a trip with him. That would be my favorite way to do spend his birthday. It would be like to go somewhere. Yeah, that would be cool. And honestly, that isn't that right around spring break when he's actually in school. Yes. Ah. But he's not at school, so. Yeah. Um. I, I like that idea. So I don't know. This conversation was <laughs> it went off the rails because we had no actual plan. Um. What about you and I? Christmas is coming. What did we do last year for Christmas? I don't even remember. I, I think like, we got each other gifts. <laughs> did we? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think we got each other gifts. No. <laughs> what do you think you got me? I cannot remember. What's the last Christmas gift you remember getting me? I know the year before, I don't think we did anything. I thought last year we did something. Did we? I don't know. I feel like we didn't. Uh Either way. Either way. We, we've sort of been changing on that. We've been more or less wanting to do things rather than get each other no, things. No, I don't think that's right at all. We have been more or less so focused on paying 
stupid debt that we are like, well, I, I, there's nothing I want more than to not have this debt. That's true. It's true, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think this year we either need to get each other gifts or go or do something. Go on a trip. Maybe. Well, listen, I wrote down last night or this morning, 7 a.m., I wrote like my desires down. As nice. you can see, there's a lot on there. Um, I have four adventures pretty frequently. One out-of-state adventure every month. Whew. Um, one week-long trip per year. One in- intentional and new date night per month. And one out-of-city family adventure per month. I feel like every other month. That's what the out-of-state one was. Out-of-state every other month. In-state every month. Yeah, we sort of need to sit down and evaluate, like, come up with our, like, uh, I know we've talked about doing, like, a five-year plan, but, like, a shorter one, what we want to sort of accomplish over the next year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I I feel like we've sort of gotten off track on our debt plan, so I almost want to get back on that, and this would kill. we start January 1st? Which is like the exact opposite advice that every other financial person is telling you right now. You do whatever you want, but no, I mean, I, January 1st is going to have to be it. Like, our year's been so crazy. What do you want for Christmas? You know, th- this is what I've determined about Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I, I would be okay not exchanging gifts. We have our white elephant. I love doing that. Uh, he's talking about with our family. Yeah, with our family. I'm okay with just doing that. And honestly... I'd be okay if that was it. But uh, we sort of ran it up by our families, and they are not okay with that. My family is cool with it. And I will say this, though. I have gotten things that I really do like. Uh, I mean, which I would not buy on my own. So, for example, I've got my Miami alumni shirt. I've been alumni, or I've been graduating for like eight years. I've never bought one. I got these slippers I'm wearing. like So I actually do get... Glory made that face. Eight years is kind of just weird to think about. I know, right? Um, so, like, I do get good stuff, and I feel like we have gotten better with the gifts we have bought because we try and be real intentional with them. Yeah, I feel like last year we gave some some good gifts. So I I I sort of like it, but I'd be okay not doing it because it's just so stressful, and I don't like. We, we have tried to get better where we buy stuff throughout the year and think of things throughout the year. But when it when it gets down to where you're like, going to Walmart to see what I can find. I it's like never go to Walmart. To okay, see or Target or wherever you go. <laughs> that's when I'm like, what is the point? Right. If you're out there actively trying to find the gift, like, I don't know. Something should just come sort of, when you see it, be like, bam, that would be great for that person. Like, throughout your year. Is yeah. ideally how I love my Christmas shopping we, to go. We say that every year, and here it is, November. We have how many gifts we have? Uh, one, one, one or two. And a half. Yeah, which it's good. I mean, it is November, but at least we're starting to think about it. We're not the week before, which last year we got a few gifts early. Actually, we got quite a few gifts early. Um, but and I think we got a few gifts the day before, like yeah. the twenty fourth. So we are trying to get better with and it. And so last year was hard too. We had Ellington, so like we we couldn't really be out at like ten o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. We were like, okay, he's awake from his nap. Let's go. Or la, la, la. yeah, was, yeah. Last year was hard. So yeah, that's how that's how I, how I feel. How do you feel about it? 
I feel like I I understand as much as like if I didn't care to do Christmas like to me the reason I don't want to do Christmas is because I know that it stresses people out to buy gifts for me I'm not an easy person to shop for and I am not a cheap person to shop for like the thing on my Christmas list this year is a Roomba mop vacuum which is what $800 something like that yeah <laughs> um and so like really I will just buy it for myself um because no one's no one's going to buy me that um but i don't know i know that i'm like i don't have a thing you know like some people like love whatever yeah, yeah. i don't have that so i'm a little bit harder to shop for and i know that um like my sister loves candles so she's very easy to shop for loves books very easy to shop for um my mom easy to shop for me no i'm not easy to shop for at all and it's probably very annoying so <laughs> I, I don't like the idea that people shopping for me is stressful for them and then they spend money on something that like it, i may or may not want yeah and so i don't know with your family that we're you know like aunts and uncles we started doing dinner with them which is, i think that's a good switch. good switch because honestly they can buy anything that they want like if, if we've always done this, if we see something that we're like, oh, man, they'd love that, we'll buy that. Mm -hmm. But we're not actively with them anymore. Like, get everybody a gift. I do which, have some ideas for you, though. For, for, like, me as a gift? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off there, but yes. You're good. Um, yeah, I need to start working on your list. But see, I'll just but get this a list from you. See, but this is what makes me nervous is because you, while great, um, are not the best shopper Correct. for gifts. And so, like, that's one of the big reasons where I'm like, just don't buy me anything. Because, no offense, I'd rather you didn't spend the money than you spend it on something... That you don't want. Wacky, wild, and wonderful. <laughs> I love that card. It's not a card. It's a, a little poster thing that you got me that says, A wild, wacky, wonderful woman lives here. With a white lady on it. <laughs> and I... <laughs> I don't want to say I hate it, but <laughs> I don't really like you it. You still much. have it, right? Yeah. It's Yay. In my office. <laughs> and then the other year, you bought me a. <laughs> you bought me that book. I. <sighs> you bought me this book, and I was like, "Oh, a book." Um, and he's like, "It's it's the lady from Real Housewives," and I was like, oh, "What franchise?" And he like it's above really hills. I don't know which one it is, but he's like she's like the first black one of this this, and I was like, oh. See, but at least I tried. You were close. Like, I was really trying. That sort of breaks my heart that you're like, I don't like this gift because I I, I don't was really try like the book. The book. Have is you fine. even read a page of it? I brought it with me to read. That's one step. <laughs> See, you hate it, but I, I agree. So I, I just basically wasted. Poster. I basically wasted thirty dollars on that book. I will read the book. There's no way that book was thirty dollars. That book was like thirty dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just hard because, like, if you in my phone, I take pictures of books that I want. I have hundreds of <laughs> photos of books that I want, and that lady, while I'm sure great, and I'll read her book eventually. I don't really, really care about her. Mm. I still love you. I love the effort that you put into it. It's just you kind of missed the mark there. It would be like if I got you, like, Michigan State football tickets. Oh, hell no. Nah. Like, 
yeah, it's football, and yeah, it's in Michigan, <laughs> but like, it's not what you want. I see, I see. Or like a Michigan State bobblehead. With you, it's better to stick to your list. Yes. I agree. Sorry. Sorry to me. Um, all right. Last two topics. Maybe two. I don't know. We might, we'll see where we get. But So I was listening to this podcast called Brown Ambition, uh-huh. which is um, two people that I love. And I just really like their podcast. So I listen to it a lot. And it's just about like uh, people of color and like the excellence that they can and do have and like have the potential to have. So on the podcast, in one of the episodes, it they had um, author and actor Christopher Rivas. That's probably how you say it. Um, and his book is titled Brown Enough, True Stories About Love, Violence, the Student Loan Crisis, Hollywood, Race, Familia, and Making It in America. Hmm. It is, as he has described, the longest title in the world. <laughs> um, but it's really cool because he... Um, is a Dominican, Colombian, Afro, Latina, Latino, and um, I haven't read a lot of books. Like these are like it's like a memoir kind of, like a, mm. kind of like short story memoir type thing. Um, I haven't read a lot of books about people of uh, this race and from this culture. And he lives in Queens, or he did at the time. Um, and so it's just like kind of interesting to hear about true stories about love, violence, due to long crisis, Hollywood race, familia, and making it in America. Yeah, especially with his background and like you said, make it in America. So as I'm listening to the podcast, I push pause and then I'm like, I need to go get this book. Like, I don't want to wait for it on it. It had like just released like two days after the podcast had released or before the podcast had released. So I was like, I need to go get this book. So I pause the podcast episode, drive to Barnes and Noble, because I was like, I don't want to wait for it to get here, which, whatever. Um, so I go to Barnes and Noble, try to find it myself. If you ever try to find a book in Barnes and Noble, I don't know how it's they- It's about impossible. I don't know how they, they just want you to ask them. And I'm like, could you have like a catalog here that would make this a much easier experience? No, nobody listens to me. Um, but I asked the lady, it's like, hey, do you have this book? And she's like, yes, I think I know where it is from memory. And I was like, how? It just came out. Maybe she bought it. But she found it. So um, I got it. And then I waited like three weeks to, or four <laughs> weeks to read it. I'm surprised you didn't. Does he have an audio book of it? Or not yet? No, I don't think so. And ah. I think that's why. Or like it wasn't on um, Libby. Which is where I get most of my audiobooks, you know? Like, I I don't, um, what am I saying? I don't like to pay for audiobooks. Ah. I would rather pay, because I can't sell an audiobook. Gotcha. I can sell this. Um, okay, so I wanted to read one section of it because I felt like it was um, pretty good. All right. So here we go. Hold on. All right, so the the chapter I'm going to pull from is the one where he's talking about his student debt. And this is, like, the first time he ever, like, told people how much student debt he had. He had, the first sentence of this chapter is, I have $244,000 in student loan debt. Holy shit. And he's like, it's not $244,000 in principle. He said, this is what has happened with compounded interest. He owes over three times as much as his original loans just in interest. 
What the hell has he been doing? I mean, does, he, he's paying it. it. And then he he deferred it because he was like, oh, I can't make these payments. Like, they're too much. So he um, was like, let me go back to school. Oh, oh my god! So gosh. he went back to school because he's like, this... Because he, he has, like, his family as co-signers, and they started... The loan people started calling and showing up to their houses, and he's like, okay, I have to stop this. Um they believed in me like i can't do this so he goes and gets his like master's degree um but this is a section and it's not really about that but whatever i'm gonna start talking now um this fear is exactly what they wanted the fear that immobilizes a young person from any sort of movement especially upward if everyone moved upward would there be enough room at the top someone has to lose right someone has to be the also ran also ran is a term that comes from the world of horse racing. It's often used in Latinidad circles to say not everybody wins, but you need the other horses to run. You also need the also rans. And I think somewhere deep down inside, America believes that not everybody can win or should win, that we just need suckers to run and run and run and run and run and run and run with just enough belief that they might win if they run fast and hard enough. Just as important as the winners are the also rans hmm. and that's like the last thing i read because i like had to put the book down after that because i felt like i'm an also ran yeah i want you to elaborate and then i'll chime in so i feel like especially not in the regard of like student loans or money not even in that regard but sort of in the in the space of my career and like where i'm going and what i'm doing i feel like I don't have what it takes to, or or I won't ever get to a point where I'm like a C-level exec. Like I will never be the CEO. I will never be the vice president of blah, 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 blah. Why do you think that? I think I'm the also ran. I think I'm there to like do just good enough, like to do, to be that great person that is like helping the winner look good. Hmm. But do you think that's a choice or is that I think choice of you or forced upon? I don't think it's, I just think like, like I can't ever see myself being a CEO or like anything high, like super high. And, and you know, a lot of it is I don't want to work a billion hours a, a month, a week or whatever. You don't want to manage people. You I don't, don't want to. Which, yeah. you know, sure, that's a choice. But I mean. Some people race even though they know, they know they're never going to win, which is what I brought up to you is my alma mater, Ohio University, sometimes plays these like really, really big, like big 10 schools. So like Ohio University is a Mac school and sometimes we'll play like Penn State. And we do that to get paid. Like yeah. if you play Penn State, you're going to get $10 million, no. whatever it is, a million dollars. Who cares? Um, they know they're not going to win except for the year that they did win but they know they're not going to win and penn state knows that ohio university isn't going to win they need a team like this to be like okay let's to fluff warm up, up yeah my numbers let's make my my rating look good or or whatever um i think that's me like i think i'm willingly being an also ran i don't think that i ever want to be the highest paid person in the room you know, it's sort of interesting. I agree with that. But uh, 
I think that's. I I saw something the other day that said there's always going to be ten percent of people. Oh, I was actually talking with somebody at the over the wedding weekend. Um, they're saying there's always going to be. 10% of people that like sort of want to be those like CEOs and you know whatever get to the top of everything there's going to be 10% of people that we have to sort of take care of that are just not mentally capable or unwilling or whatever and then you got the middle which it sounds like is the also rans is that what he yeah. calls them um, so it's like, like they also ran the race yeah 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 so I think that's sort of true but I think it is partially uh choice and then also i'm sure there's some outside factors i just it's kind of it kind of like reading that like kind of made me i don't know if sad is the right word i feel like i read that and i like spiraling towards sadness but i just feel like is is it okay am i okay being an also ran am i okay just running the race you know what that uh the book we read don't uh, don't stop me now. No, don't give a fuck about it or something. Uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yes. Remember, he sort of talks about that. He's like, you want boring life. He's like, when you're having a boring life... Mark, that's, Mark Manson. Yeah, he's like, that's good. That's sort of what makes me think of this. But it's, I feel like it's hard to accept. I think this is what I agree. Ooh, that was loud. Sorry, guys. Um, the the part that makes it hard to accept is like, for a long time, we've been told to be the best, yes. to work towards the top, yes. to get the money. You and can, yeah. You can be CEO. You're gonna be president one day, and those aren't bad goals. That's not a bad ambition. But is that my ambition? Am I okay being top of the middle? Yeah, and because I, I think like I am. I don't. In my opinion, I'm like a pretty good hire. I'm a good employee. You're a good employee. Yeah, but and some people are just good employees. But some. It, but I don't know. I honestly think I'm a great employee, but I'll never be the greatest employee, the most paid employee. I will never be that. And like you said, it's part choice. Okay, you're focused really heavily on like it being my choice or not being my choice, and that's not like what I want to focus on. It's the f it's the come to Jesus moment I've just had of of being I don't want to say mediocre, but like the top of mediocre. Mm. So. I, so I guess, this confused you on the plane too. You were like, "I don't understand what you're telling me." I'm I'm trying to understand. So you're just trying to say, "Wow, it dawned on me that I'm not gonna be the top." That so, so like I've always known. Like I have said, like I don't want to be CEO. I mean, how many companies is Elon Musk the CEO of? Three, <laughs> and I mean can't be that hard of a job honestly if he can do it three times but imagine doing your job three times that imagine working the same job you have for three different companies all at once yes yeah that'd be tough so how can he do this eh, ceo's lifestyle is a little different hmm maybe it's not that hard of a job <laughs> um but i just have never like i've never been like i want to be the head of everything i don't want to be the face of the company like that sounds miserable to me 
but what do I what do I want and this is like a struggle of mine is like what what am I working towards what do I want what do I do it's not about finding my passion I don't care about that I don't know this was pointless why do you say pointless because I got no answers I just read this book and then I stopped reading the book after I couldn't well maybe he goes into uh, some more information that literally where I stopped reading is the last thing I read (laughs) yeah sounds like you need to continue maybe he has some uh, advice or answers for you I don't know that he does which is okay I mean he's still living his life he still has this debt you know he's still trying to work through it which you know it's kind of inspiring that he's written this book that caused someone to stop reading or listen to a podcast and go buy it immediately but (laughs) um i don't know i i see what you're saying that's uh yeah it's sort of you gotta just sort of think about what you want and what your end game is i think yeah all right they want the last topic it's very small 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 all right Someone asked, I posted a poll, like our little question box, and, it, and I said, what do you guys want us to talk about? And I said, it says, what do you do if you're stuck in life? And slash, how do you make life more rewarding? I think that sort of ties in with what we were just talking about. I know. I, just, I laid out the episode <laughs> pretty good, I thought. Um, you know, I feel stuck right now. I literally wrote that down. You feel stuck? I, said I, feel- I said, I feel like I'm stuck now. Me too. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll let me tell you why I'm stuck. Let me tell so, you <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for the longest time, I was focused on crypto. For the longest time, we were focused on debt. For a while there, I was focused on getting my IT certification. Two years ago, when the pandemic happened. So now I'm like, crypto's taking a dump. We sort of took. <laughs> we took a, uh, especially today, uh, we took a break from like the debt journey. And uh, for a minute, I was like, all right, I'm just going to cruise, like not actively work towards something huge. And uh, I sort of get bored with cruising. And now I'm trying to find a new thing to work towards. I think I am the type of personality that I would like to cruise, but it's hard for me to cruise. So the question becomes, how long does joy contentment happiness last Ooh, that's a good question which there's i'm sure there's plenty of books out there minimalists have one uh <laughs> why don't we try to get the minimalists on this podcast? <laughs> um but yeah well okay here's a great example so they talk about like if you want to buy this buy something right you buy it then you sort of lose the desire a little bit <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry if I made you go deaf um, like screaming. <laughs> uh, sorry I'm excited tonight. I love you um, <laughs> but yeah so they they almost say you rather have the desire more than the actual product think about it if you are working hard to get this thing you buy it then what three months later you're like eh whatever it's almost you almost like the chase of getting that okay. thing better than is that, that thing. how you felt about red audi i don't know if i because be, you have red audi for what seven months i think did it uh, ever wear off or you went, well <laughs> uh no i actually every time i did get in that car i i did like it i will say that that part did not wear off i think i came became um 
frustrated uh, frustrated staff. yes with you know the car payment and, and i think why i traded in i think i had was about to have to get the brakes done so like so yeah i guess that's the thought on that but so do you think that you we, are chasing joy forever like do you think yes. that you can ever just be no at least not me which the art of not giving a fuck he sort of talks about that because yeah. he's like uh what, do you remember exactly what he said? He sort of talked about this, like... It was a while it, that I listened to that. But basically, I mean, it comes down to the fact of, like... We, oh, this is what I was going to say. We're, we're problem solvers. We like... We feel good when we're solving problems. Yeah. So I think when we're trying to achieve a goal, whether it's to buy something or pay off debt or whatever, once we solve that problem, we need to find a new problem to solve. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. So that's what I think it is. So I think we got this goal. We hit it. All right, what's the next target? Think about that, too. Think about, like, sales goals. Like, your sales goals, once you hit them, they never go away. Okay, you hit, you did 12 last month. Let's bump that up to 15. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, I mean, that. I mean that's how salesmen stay motivated, I guess. But, like, with me, I think for me it comes with, like, my job. You know, like, I can be happy at my job for a pretty pretty long time. And then eventually I'm like, hmm, I'm bored. That's how I get. I get bored I like every 18 else, months or is, two years. I think that's why I have this like need to be the best at my job so that I can always have the potential to move up, even if I don't want to. Well, that, yeah. So we are, we are failures in advising how to be unstuck. I feel like when you're stuck, so this is. I think this is why I wrote down this list of like, 30 things which I'll talk to you about um, after, off, offline. Um, this will be a good Patreon episode. Um, I think, like, write down what your goals are. Figure it out. Put it in order. And just start doing it. Because, you know, I, I got back from San Diego. And I started to become really, really... I still am really, really sad because... My best friend who lives in San Diego, I have seen her five times this year. And we used to live together. So I got to see her five times this year because of people getting married and bachelorette parties and like the random trip to Chicago. And I realized that is it's yeah. it's over. Like the weddings are over, the it's all done. So now it has to be very, very, very intentional trips with no other like reason other than we want to see each other which is fine but anybody who has friends knows that's way harder to get connected with someone or get someone on the same page if you don't have like a common purpose a common reason mm. that to like be doing this trip people get busy and they get overwhelmed and we'll look into it and it's not in the budget and, la, 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 la. and then it's two years later and you're like oh remember when we said we were gonna go to Cabo and we never did yeah well i think you sort of answered it then so if you are stuck i think you'd sort of do have to evaluate okay what are my goals for the next year two years five years uh eliminate it to you know one or two and then you gotta get focused on achieving that goal and then i think for the uh what was the like second part of that question how do you get unstuck or um no my question which was just contentment how do you make life more rewarding? Yeah, the rewarding part, I think, 
sort of like that book talks about is like the reward is achieving that goal but just know that reward is probably not going to feel great forever you're going to want another problem or goal to achieve that's that's life is about solving problems you just got to determine what problems you want to solve i feel like the other thing is are you happy are you happy me no (laughs) the world like you might the reason life might be unrewarding is because you might not be happy yeah and and we we might be conditioned to think oh i have the house i have the kids i have the husband i have the la 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 like i have the car i should be happy but are you oh yeah that's sort of a tricky one because like like (sighs) is your relationship good or do you have a relationship yeah because so many people just want to be in a relationship that anything will will work yeah which is not how a relationship should be so many people and, want oh i want to look good for the instagram i want people to see my house i want them to, to see that i bought a new car is that what you want are you unhappy because you're you, house poor and you don't have or, um, this, by the way this is not specifically directed to the person who asked me this question this is more just like in general in general because i know a lot of people struggle with this but it's like you think i want this house is all i want all i want is this house in this perfect neighborhood and you realize no 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 wait what i really wanted was a place to live and to be financially secure i am i have a place to live i am not financially secure yeah and not being financially secure can drain you which hold on we i sort of talked about this earlier like with the house thing like you achieve you bought that house you love and then like i was saying it sort of fades into the background of your life you know um so yeah i think we just are always gonna sort of i think we're always gonna feel somewhat unfulfilled are we always unfulfilled that's a poll question (laughs) um yeah i I, this is a great question because i've battled with this a lot and i know you have i feel like you have to so Brene brown says like when you feel just kind of different than this but like if you feel like the other shoe's gonna drop. You're not, like something bad's gonna happen, right? Like, oh, life is going so good, something bad is going to happen. I get that a lot. What you're supposed to do is practice gratitude. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've probably forced you to watch that video. Um, so you practice gratitude and, and express happiness for the rewards that you have in life, for where you are, for your, you know, what the thing is you're fearing is leaving, express gratitude for having the moment of it being there. Um, and it's just, they say joy is one of the most terrifying emotions. Because you're afraid it'll go away? Because you're afraid it'll go away. Yeah. And because of that, you aren't letting yourself experience full joy. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Because you have it for a few seconds or an hour or two hours, and then you're like, what's going to happen? Or... I hope that was great. Now what? <laughs> I mean, even like even when I was in San Diego, I was like so happy to be there, but it, I was really sad because I knew it was going to end. It was going to end. Yeah, I literally was think. I texted my friend. I was like, I can't even think about the next time that I'm going to see you because I know that that's going to end too. And it, like, 
kind of gutted me. Like, I told you earlier, like, this is making me really sad to think about because I'm just, I'm just, it makes me sad. Like, it just makes me really sad. And I think it's because I know how much, like, I know how much, like, that friendship means to me. And I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have mm. when I was there all the time. Ah, that and makes that's sense. Really, like, that happens with a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm I'm curious uh, what other people have to say on this topic, but that's that's a really good question. Whoever asked that, I know it was. It was um, a good question. Um, probably should have put that at the beginning of the episode. I feel yeah. like if you held on this long, you got to like get the vulnerable, meaty part of the episode. But um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we'll end on that sad, depressing <laughs> note. Um, no, that was, a, that, was a, that was a good conversation. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. Where can we find where you? Where can we find you? Um, at Refilling My Wallet on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for sticking through this entire episode if you made it this far. And uh, if you could share about share us, that'd be good. And, you know, whatever else you do in there. Rate us five <laughs> stars or don't rate us at all. Um, Look forward to uh, the next episode. You know what that means? It means it's time for the outro. Yeah. Let's make like a bakery truck and haul buns. (laughs) Bye, guys.